your boy is making the least progress of any of the children in the class. And frankly, his personal hygiene is becoming a cause for concern. He's the smelly kid in class? I let him become the smelly kid in class? What the hell's the matter with me? Oh, yes, I've had some smelly ones before. But your son is by far the smelliest. Welcome to this week's episode of Say What You Mean. I'm Jeff. That's a that's a a loud intro, dude. I'm hyped. I'm I'm Jake. Oh, I'm hyped. You're hyped. Yeah. Why are you hyped? I don't know. Your bachelor party's coming. I know. That's crazy how fast that just yeah it got here. I just got a lot of go- lot of stuff coming going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, had to take last week off. I don't know if I'm, I'm not going to say why. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it down the DL. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully for good reasons. Mm-hmm. Then all the camping trips, then all the celebrations. Then there's a wedding. I got a mm-hmm. wedding invitation. Yeah. In the mail. Wait, more than one wedding invitation? No, just yours. Oh, okay. Gotcha. No one's getting married in COVID. Everybody's getting married this summer. Everybody, oh god, there is so many weddings going on because nobody could get married last summer. Mm. So everything was pushed. How many weddings are you going to? Well, I'm not going into any other, any but my own. Thankfully, okay, good. Um, but there's a lot of people getting married. Do you like? Have you gone to weddings? A few. Do you like it? No, obviously. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) but you're gonna make us all go to yours. Hey, I invited (laughs) as few people as possible. No, I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would like to have, like, I like to go to weddings if they're like close friends. Like, I'm going to yeah. be going. Well, actually, besides my own, yeah, my friend Keenan's. Yeah. I forgot about my friend. Yeah, Keenan's. I, I thought that. Um, but other than that, um, there's a lot. There's just a, the wedding photographers that I follow. Like our wedding photographer is yeah. like so busy, and like I have a couple friends I graduated with that got into wedding photography, and they're super busy. And I follow some other wedding photographers Jeez. on Instagram. Uh, one of them is like a wedding photographer slash kind of boudoir photographer. What's, she does what's like couples uh, okay. stuff, like lingerie style oh, photography. Oh, naughty. Um, and she's like really super talented. Mm-hmm. She lives across the street from my parents. And okay. <laughs> she's uh, in like, she's been like all like all over the place. Like doing weddings. Yeah. All over the, all over the country. Like our um, our wedding photographer was just in who I think she was just in Hawaii. It's just people like will fly for these photographers out everywhere. And, yeah, uh, one of Kylie's um, close friends from work, her sister is like an internationally like recognized photographer, and oh, wow. people will like fly like if their destination wedding to wherever they fly her out like a week like her stipulation is like you got to fly me out a week before the wedding so i can get like on location and figure out all the spots and all the lighting Damn. all of that and so like they pay for all of her travel all of her stay and like two weeks worth of work like it's in wow yeah there's good money in wedding photography yeah you what are you it. waiting for dude I'm not a I'm not a wedding photographer. Dude, you don't like weddings as it is, but then you get into wedding photography. I don't <laughs> I don't suck. I don't you take hate pic- love. I don't take pictures. Yeah. <laughs> Just the most cynical person. Like yeah. this isn't gonna last. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> Smile like it's gonna last. 
Oh, God. Now, kiss her like you love her. God. That reminds me. I uh, am pretty far. Let me pull up my notes here just so I can tell you where exactly I am. One, two, three, four, five. I'm on the sixth James Bond film. Okay. On Her Majesty's Secret. I just finished it. Okay. It's it's the first film without um, Sean Connery. Mm. Only with George Lazenby. Okay. He's often referred to as the forgotten James Bond because okay. he was only in one film. Mm-hmm. And... Are you not going to forget him? It's bad. Is it bad? But but also, so yesterday, like, I, I've been watching it. Like, I'll come home from work and I'll watch, like, a half hour, an mm-hmm. hour of it. And then I'll fall asleep and I'll turn it off. Um, but yesterday morning, I was like, man, I kind of want to... I kind of want to see if there's any James Bond documentaries. Like, let's see the backstories of these films and these people. There's one film specifically about George Lazenby becoming James Bond. Hmm. He was Australian. He was a car salesman mechanic. And he lied about his acting experience. And they hired him as James Bond. Wow. Yeah. So I started that documentary after I finished. Was the franchise not, like, big? I, I at mean, that point, like, it had to have been. They were just getting bigger with Sean Connery, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. But then Sean Connery bailed, bowed out. So then they offered. I haven't finished the documentary. I literally just started, and they're just introducing him. But they offered Lazenby like a million dollar sign on bonus, and this is in 1969, and a contract for like six more films, and he turned it down. I don't know why yet. Hmm. But because they knew he would. Figure them out. I mean, I guess. I don't know. We'll find out. I'll tell you when I find out. Okay. But it's just, uh, man, James Bond. Hmm. It's fun. I like the espionage and the mystery and the spying and who did it and all that. But, yeah. I watched Space Jam. Did you? Yeah. What did you, uh, what did you think of it? It's not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Okay. Like people like it's not a, that's not a raving review. No, I mean it's a kids movie, and mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I'm not like a huge fan of kids movie unless it's Disney. But people were like shitting on it. Well, it's because it's fun to shit on LeBron. That's true. Um, that's kind of the part of the movie that I like is there's a lot of like they kind of they kind of razz him a little bit throughout the movie. Do they? Obviously they celebrate him like they're like, "Dude, you can come back like you came back from 3 to 1." They're like, oh. "Yeah, yeah." Boom. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. But then other times they're just they're kind of they're kind of dumping on him a little bit. Mm. Um dude, there honestly there was quite a few times I laughed out loud. Really? Yeah. So was is, when he's playing with Toon Squad, is he like like, whereas Michael Jordan was CG, like he like it was like his actual character, and like him as a person with yeah. all the CGI around him. Yes. Or was he like no, his Toon Squad? No, no, he was okay. an actual person. He was okay. You see him animated mm-hmm. in the movie, but that's because he's in in the in the in the what's it called? The it's not the Warner Brothers. It's it's it is Warner Brothers, but. There's a it's it's some digital universe, right? Okay. And it's all it's the collection, the entire collection universe of Warner Brothers, everything that's in their catalog. So, Toon 
uh, Looney Tunes are Warner Brothers property. So mm-hmm. when he goes into the Toon universe, he's a cartoon. Mm. Part of the thing is, is none of the Toons now live in the Toon universe. They've all lived and left other and live in other universes. Literally in the Matrix universe, Game of Thrones universe, Harry Potter universe. Like they all live in other universes. So early in the film, LeBron and Bugs have to go and recruit everybody. So they're going to these other universes. And every time they go to a different universe, they are dressed or look like a character from the movie. Mm. It's kind of funny. Okay. So LeBron and Bugs show up and they're like in Matrix and they're all in like leather trench coats and sunglasses and they're there to get whatever tune is trying to live in that universe. Sure. <laughs> Game of Thrones, same thing. Okay. It's pretty That's, good. That sounds cute. Yeah, it is cute. Okay. And you know LeBron's little meme face? Mm-hmm. There's this moment where... This is a spoiler for for anyone who hasn't seen it and I'm sure you don't care about spoilers so I'm just going to say mm, it. It's not for this movie. Okay, so... uh. They're down. They're losing. Mm-hmm. But LeBron is trying to play the game seriously. He's trying to play the game like basketball. And this is the whole theme in the in the movie is he's too serious. And his kids, his son wants to. He has two sons in the movie like he does in real life. But one of the sons doesn't really care about basketball. He cares more about like computer stuff and mm-hmm. developing video games. And that's what he likes. And LeBron is like trying to like squeeze him into this basketball. Like you must play basketball. Is the answer to everything in life. And so now they're playing the kids' video game. That's a whole thing about how we get there. But they're losing, and LeBron is trying to play the rules of basketball in this video game type basketball. Hmm. And the tunes are just like, he's like, no, don't get loony. We got to play basketball. You know, fundamentals, as he keeps screaming at him. And then uh, finally, at halftime, they're losing. They're not doing well. And he's like, all right. Like, let's get loony. And they come out of Marvin the Martian spaceship and they come out all together like a like a like an entourage, you know, mm-hmm. to some music, some rap music. And there it's just like this big moment. And then he steps up to the camera and makes that meme face. And then all the loony tunes just make like silly, stupid faces. <laughs> it's a funny moment. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. It. There's a lot of references to NBA and LeBron's career mm-hmm. that. We all know LeBron's career at this point. You know what I mean? 10 years from now, 20 years from now, kids won't know. Mm-hmm. But we know it now. Yeah. So there's a lot of like references to his career that are just like... Does he do any, anything about, like, I'm taking my talents to South Beach? I can't. I was just trying to remember that, but okay. I don't know. But there's stuff like that that they just razz on him for. And it's fun. It's kind of fun. Does he do the not one, not two, not three, not four? I don't know. I don't remember. I'll have to watch it again. <laughs> but... It's 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 good. Damian Lillard's scene mm-hmm. is, I'm biased, but it is so awesome. Wait, he only has one scene. He is the he is the sixth man on the bench, mm-hmm. but he is there as the secret weapon. He they literally he literally comes out and he's like, I'm the king stopper. Oh, it's amazing, dude. It's amazing. And then, like, he, like, manipulates time. Mm. So he's, like, do, like so he's like almost like the Flash. Like, he's going around and messing with everybody, tying up the Roadrunner, putting put it on a plate for Wile E. Coyote while everyone's, like, slow motion. Oh, it's awesome. It's, mm. it's, 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 it's my favorite scene in the whole movie. Well, I mean, it's Damian Lillard. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so cool. Does he sink any deep threes? Oh, yeah. Okay. He's clutch, dude. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, there's a point where, so Damian goes back to the bench. Because he puts him up big time. Mm-hmm. And then they call him back out into the game. And LeBron literally is like, oh, no, 
not him again. It's like, yes, yes, that's right. <laughs> nice, nice. All right, I want to have to. I want to have to watch. He it. has a far more focused role, mm-hmm. I think, than everybody else. Like Ad and Clay Thompson and what's her name, Diana Taurasi and mm-hmm. stuff. They don't, they don't really have like hu- like a specific huge like. All right, everybody, stop. Here's Damian Lillard. Mm-hmm. It's cool. And then his song's playing in the background. Really? Oh yeah, it's cool. cool. Which which song? Uh. God, what is it? It's one with little one of them with little Wayne. Um, oh, I, I I know. I don't know the name of it, but yeah, I know which one you're talking yeah. about. It's uh it's not a bad movie. It's fun. It's all right. I'm gonna have to go watch my it. My boss, one of my managers, he's like, I'm not watching that. And then I start telling him about the little silly things that they're doing, and he's smiling. And I'm like, What are you smiling? <clears throat> and he goes, That sounds all right. And I was like, just watch it. Like yeah. if you go in watching knowing this is a kid's movie, this is not made for me, this mm-hmm. is made for kids, then it's a little more enjoyable. Okay, I just can't stand LeBron, man. He's not a good actor. <laughs> well, no, he was in that movie with Bill Hader and uh, who's a female? That's a something wreck. Yeah, yeah. Um, what? Well, Amy, Amy Schumer. Schumer. Yep. Whatever movie that was, yeah. he was like Bill Hader's best friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't. He was so bad in that. Yeah, he's not good. He was kind of funny in that role. Yeah, because that was like the first time you you see him on. On a screen, yeah, like the first major thing I'd seen him in. I don't know. He's just. Did I show you that clip? But neither him? was Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan's not bad, dude. In comparison, Michael Jordan's a good actor. Really? Oh, yeah. Michael Jordan was terrible in the first uh, Space Jam. Watch it again. Okay. Watch it again. He's not bad. Okay. He's not bad, dude. All right. He's not terrible. I'll tell you that. Okay. He's not terrible. I watched it recently. I'm like, I, okay. damn, Michael Jordan ain't bad. Is it on HBO? Yeah. Both are on, are on uh, HBO. I don't know if it's on HBO. Okay. But maybe. The new one is. Should be, right? It's Looney Tunes. So, um, I don't know. It's cool. You'll have to check it out. It was... uh, Did you go to the theater? No. Hell no. Oh, you just watched on HBO Max? Yeah. I'm not paying to see that. You just... You pay HBO Max. That's fine. I'm not paying like $22 for everyone to go see it. You'd be lucky if it was 22 bucks. With you... Movies are cheap as shit right now. Are they? Yeah, it's like $5 to get in there. Oh. Yeah. Well, then never mind. <laughs> okay. I thought they were still like 11 bucks. Oh, maybe. I don't know. It was cheap. It was okay. cheap when we went and saw. So me, Alex, and Alicia went and saw Quiet Place 2. And Jen and Lovely went and saw Cruella. Mm. So. Remember you told me about that. Yeah. Cruella didn't look good. No. It, it looks like trash. Mm-hmm. And Jen said it was like the worst movie ever. That's too bad. Yeah. It's not too bad. I expect that. Well, I liked Emma. I like Emma Stone. Yeah, no one does. No one likes Emma Stone. I don't know. I oh. think everyone does. I think she's eye candy, but is she great? I think she's a good actress. When what? Easy A. Never seen it. You never seen it? No. Oh, she was good in the Help. Oh, she's amazing in the Help. Mm-hmm. I take it back. Everything I said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was good in uh, La La Land. Have you seen I that? No, I haven't. Okay. She's, I just, she's I a good actress. I don't know. So I never had a conversation where guys are like, she's a good actress. It's always like, oh, she's hot, dude. And I'm like, okay, cool. But is she a good actress? Like, all right, you proved me wrong. All right, cool. The Help is amazing. Mm-hmm. That's a freaking amazing that movie. That is a great movie. I watched it not too long ago. Was, yeah, we did too. It, yeah. That's a good movie. Touche. 
Touche. What's the other one you just mentioned? La La Land. La La Land with uh, like Ryan Gosling. It's really it. good. I'm not that's a huge it. fan of musicals, I am. but as far as musicals go, that's a good one. Oh, shit. Okay. And it's got like an ending that's kind of a like a pull at your heartstrings ending. Okay. Uh, don't, don't tell it, me. No, new... it doesn't end how you think it was going to okay, end. Perfect. But it's Speaking really of good. endings, getting back to James Bond real quick. So On Her Majesty's Secret Service is the one with Lazenby. Mm-hmm. So James Bond, he run, he run so he meets this woman and... This guy's like, hey, I need you to marry my, my daughter. I need I need her tamed. I need you to marry her. And he's like, uh, I don't know about that. I'm kind of like a single guy. And he's like, I'll give you a million pounds in gold. And he's like, uh, I don't really know. Well, then he bangs the lady. And then he likes, like, I love her. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> so then, no, he, he sleeps with her. And then he's like, okay, like, I think I do like her. And then she falls in love with him. Because everyone who sleeps with James Bond immediately is automatically in love with him. So... Then they have like a relationship. They start developing something, and then uh... sorry, I thought I heard contention out there. Oh, you're good. Um, <laughs> so is there contention? Hold on. Okay. Anyway, so he like him and this lady. They have they end up having a relationship, and then he has to go on his mission. And then, of course, on his mission, he sleeps with like nine women, and then he. Runs into his wife, or not his wife, but this lady again at the end of the movie. And he's like, oh, hey, there you are. And she, like, saves his life. And then he's like, oh, we should get married. <laughs> so then they get married. Yeah. So then they have this big wedding. And then the guy, the dad at the end, um, the dad uh, tried to, like, give um, James Bond this money. And he, like, gives it back. He's like, no, 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 we don't have to do that. Like, I'm in love. So then they're driving away to go on their honeymoon and the villain of the movie who you think um, is dead is seen driving a car behind them now as they're driving Mm -hmm. away. He comes up and basically drive by shoots James Bond and his wife and James Bond gets out of the driver's uh, I don't remember why he got out of the car. But he gets out of the car and he's like, oh, it's him, it's him. And then he like looks at his wife and she's shot in the head. She's dead. He should have taken a million pounds. Because <laughs> <laughs> now he has no wife and no million pounds. Yeah, yeah. But it was like, you know, you're watching and you're like, wait, what? He's getting married? And then, of course, like at some point they have mm-hmm. to like make it not so. Well, I didn't know it was going to be immediately at that point, shooter in the head, movie over. Mm-hmm. That was the end of the movie. Weird. So weird. It's some weird movie choices or movie like. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna run into some rough patches coming forward. Like, there's some bad movies. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. I. No, we don't have to get on Bond again. Yeah, we talked about it a lot a couple <laughs> weeks ago. But I wonder how they're going to wrap up Daniel Craig's love interest because he's had like the same love interest now. I think for two straight movies. Oh, I don't remember his newest one. His most recent two, there's like the same girl. I remember the first one who died, Mm -hmm. and that pissed him off. Yeah, Eva Green. Like, is that Eva Green? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then he meets the newest. You know, he meets this new girl, Inspector, and like that's like his meg. And then she likes. They're still together at the end of Spectre. So I wonder how they're going to do that in this his last one. Right. If they're going to kill her off. Right. Again. Right. Right. Because you have to leave him single or because it almost seems like Daniel Craig is almost like a in a vac. He's almost like 
separate. I feel like because they did the beginning. Yeah. The origin story was Skyfall. Yeah. How where he came from as a kid. Mm-hmm. They've done him getting his start as 007, basically with, right. as a uh, Casino Royale, mm-hmm. and they've basically continued through his whole life as Bond. I wonder if they'll just use it as like a self-contained bond and then reset with a new bond mm. once daniel craig is right done. right 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 see i liked how they did that they, it's almost like a beginning of mm-hmm. bond an origin of bond with daniel craig um there's one scene in the beginning of lazenby where so we've had these five films with um sean connery mm-hmm. and at one point lazenby's like he puts in his resignation <clears throat> and he's going to clean out his desk and he pulls out all these Wait, bond has a desk i guess he pulls out all these <laughs> items that he that you recognize from other films and then music from the other films start playing as he pulls them out. And it's like it's like it's almost like they're slapping in the face like, look, this is the same character as Sean Connery. Mm-hmm. Like they're trying to reinforce that thing. I don't think that works. I like that they separated I like that they rebooted the franchise from Daniel, from uh, Pierce Brosnan to Daniel Oh, you're Craig. saying not continue the story. Mm-hmm. So what I what I like about Daniel Craig's is the introduction of Spectre. He doesn't know what it is. Mm-hmm. But in all six movies so far, Spectre is the organ, terrorist organization mm-hmm. that he is combating the whole time. Yeah. It's nothing new. He knows about it, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. I don't even know. Is Spectre a thing in Pierce Brosnan films? No. That's insane. I can't wait to catch it. Because I've seen all of the Pierce Brosnans and yeah. I've seen all the Daniel Craig's. Uh huh. And as far as I can remember, Spectre's not mentioned at yeah, all. Yeah, I don't think so. So, anyways, that's um until Spectre. Yeah. Which is the fourth Daniel Craig movie. Yeah. So. Well, they mention it earlier than that. I think in Daniel Craig. Do they? Yes. Or they allude to it. Well, there's always this allusion to something bigger. Yeah. In the first three. Yes. Except think, for Skyfall. I think at one point they show the Spectre logo. The octopus. Oh, they do in, in Quantum of Solace. Yes. Yeah. And, but they don't mention it, I don't think. Mm-hmm. And that's when you're like, oh. so, I don't know. Super into it. Because we'll he see. trips because he trips upon Spectre. Yes. Incidentally. Yes. In Spectre. In a meeting. Yeah. Doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty good, dude. Yeah. I can't wait to get to the Daniel Craig ones because I don't remember them. Mm-hmm. And then the new one comes out in October, so I'm trying to get done. So then in October. You got a lot of movie watching to do if you're trying to get to Only October. have 20 left. Only 20 between now and October? <laughs> and you're only watching a half hour a night before your ass falls asleep? Sometime, I'm, I'm six films in. Mm. It's been two weeks. I'm six films in. It's only been? Okay. Hasn't only, it? It's only been two weeks? Maybe it's been a month. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, so you and I have been on some adventures lately. Yeah. Tell me about your adventures because I know nothing about them. Okay. Well, it started. I didn't even know you went on an adventure. Well, so I went down to Southern Oregon. Can oh, we talk about that? those adventures. No. Yeah. So I went down to Southern Oregon because Kylie's family lives down in Medford. Um, Medford. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we went down Medford and the surrounding area, like Central Point, uh, Talent. There's like, they're all, she has sis- two sisters, two of her four sisters live down two of her three sisters live down there um her dad lives down there her mom lives down there all of her oh, aunts, wow, okay. everything everybody lives down there so they wanted to throw us because we're having a small wedding uh kylie's mom wanted to throw us kind of a fourth of july her mom lives celebration. Down there? yeah oh wow the fourth of july celebration um for their side of the family so we went down there my sister kylie's sister taryn came we all went down 
met up with her other two sisters and then basically all that side of the family had dinner okay. with her dad but it was a lot of fun because I've, I've always wanted to go uh and see that area i've never been down there kylie's always talked about it because she's taken since we've been together you've never been down there i've never been down there whoa and her and her, like kylie takes at least like one trip down there a year um to see family or whatnot and she's always talking about the different hikes, like this place called Table Rock, which is just outside of uh, Central Point, Medford area. And it's this beautiful like plateau that overlooks the whole area. We wa- hiked up oh, there okay. at night. I see it now. Um, I've since I bought a Rogue, I've always wanted I wanted to take my Rogue to the Rogue. Um, I don't know. It was just it was really really cool. We stopped by Crater Lake uh, on our way down there. We decided to leave. We were going to leave early Saturday morning. And Kylie texted me. She's like, "Do you want to leave Friday night and stop by Crater Lake?" And I'm like. Yeah, let's do it. Wait, so, what route did you take to go to Crater Lake? Uh, we took an extra two-hour detour. 138? Yeah. I'm imagining. Mm-hmm. Damn. So it took an extra two hours to, to go through it, but we got there about... We got to Crater Lake at midnight. Uh-huh. Dude, insane. It's because they're, because Crater Lake is a national park. There yeah. are no cities anywhere near it, so there's no light pollution. Wow. You can literally look up and see the center of the Milky Way. Wow. It's that dark. And wow. there was, and we were, we got lucky. There was no moon. Like it was near. It was like, and the moon had already set, so it was literally just stars. Yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, I didn't foresee the mosquitoes being as bad as they were, mm. because as soon as the sun started to rise in the morning, I got I had time for like one picture, and then I had to get the hell out of there. I have never been swarmed by mosquitoes like that in my really? life. Yeah, we tried to sleep in the car. And that sucks because Tucker gets very claustrophobic. So he has to have all of you were trying to be in the car and sleep. Not for very long. I was only going to sleep from like one to five and then we were going to leave. But dude, I was so tired. I couldn't really even enjoy it. Yeah. Because I had worked all day, didn't sleep, got immediately got in the car and drove to Crater Lake. So I was exhausted. Yeah. Like three hours of sleep. And then the. Then when we got, we pulled into Medford around yeah. 11, called the hotel and asked, Hey, can we check in early? They're like, Nope, not, not until three. So then we had, no, we didn't get there till we got there in nine. Oh. So we had like six, seven hours where we had to like try to find something to kill time with in 110 degree weather. Yeah. It was brutal. Dude, that Saturday, that Saturday. Sorry. <laughs> um, and then we tried to hit, um, a lot of the crater Lake area coming back through at the end of it. But there were so even on a Monday, dude, there were so many people out because it was Fourth of July weekend. That Monday, there was still you couldn't park anywhere on the waterfall trails that I wanted to go and see. And oh. It sucked, but it was a fun. It was it was on that was a that was a really fun trip. Um, and then I had Keenan's bachelor party mm. where we met up with an old uh, show guest, mm-hmm. um, Rudy Walrab. Mm-hmm. Uh, hadn't seen him in a while. He didn't recognize me. <laughs> because <laughs> I, I i was like i he's sitting there because we got me and matt got there late yeah and he's sitting there on the balcony and i'm like i know this guy and he just like awkwardly like look looks at me and uh-huh. i'm like i'm like i just i'm like okay well it's rudy but whatever i mean he's, he's being weird he's just being weird and uh so later we're playing cornhole and he's standing he's on the opposite team but we're on the he's we're on the same side and i'm like hey so you still you still talk to jeff like i knew the answer but i was just trying to get him to yeah, like, yeah, yeah, st- yeah. St- start the conversation and i'm like hey you still talk to jeff he's like jeff who and i'm like lopez he's like how do you know jeff lopez oh, and i'm like my god i'm like dude i'm jake you were on our podcast and he's like oh yeah i heard he's still doing that and i'm like 
I'm the host of the podcast with him. <laughs> you were on our podcast. Yeah. I was like, we were on a team together for like the Christmas episode. You talked all about your Barnum and the before that talked about all the Barnum and Balaam's. He's like, oh yeah. Yeah. How are you doing, man? And I'm like, I'm good, dude. <laughs> all right. Whoa. So what a weirdo. So apparently I found out later from Keenan that he was just super high the entire weekend. Oh, like, just out of his mind high. So gotcha. That makes more sense. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, Weird. so it was interesting to reconnect with Rudy because at one point we we're watching the McGregor fight. Yeah. And then he was just like, Jake, what did you think about that fight? And I'm like, it was it was good, man. He's like, if you were talking about it on your podcast, how would you describe that fight? Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what? I'm like, I don't really watch MMA, man. So I would have a hard time really talking about it. Yeah. All I know is it was crazy seeing McGregor break his leg. Yeah. I would sound like a complete idiot trying to talk about MMA because I don't know anything about it. <laughs> what a weirdo. Yeah. What a weirdo. So then we, I almost got into, a, then I I almost, so I almost got into a fight with a dude because the dude, I don't. A so dude at the party. Yeah, because I don't drink. Okay. Right. And yes. so I don't have a heart. I have a. That's, that's awesome. I have a hard time. Because you're probably so fucking annoyed by everybody. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and I, everybody else is gone. Yeah. Gone. It's a bachelor party. And I don't drink. Yeah. And so, and I don't know how to interact with people who are drinking. Like, it's hard for me to, to really interact with people who are drinking. Because for me, making connections with new people. Oh, new people. Yes. And while they're drunk, yeah. like how I make connections is like by having like in-depth conversations. Right, right. I'm the kind of person who likes to like talk things out and find deeper connections with people like surface level banter. I'm awkward in like, yeah, you know yeah, me like sure, I'm aw- sure. I'm an awkward person when you first meet me. That's why I like to banter you. Cause you're, you're, you're it's not even like when I razz you outside of the show, sometimes mm-hmm. you're just like, Oh, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it. <laughs> it's so awkward, but I love it. Okay. So yeah, okay, I'm a, so I'm an awkward person, right? Yeah. We wouldn't. So me and Matt showed up and there was only, Besides Rudy, what time did you get there? We got there about noon on Saturday. Oh, okay, about twelve thirty. Okay. So we got there, and Rudy had just shown up. Uh, the two other guys that are Keenan's groomsmen were there, and then Keenan's brother, and yeah. then me and Matt. So there's only seven people. So it was pretty small at their beach house in Rockaway. Okay. And me and Matt brought basketballs, footballs. We're like, hey, like, what do you guys want to do? And they're like, oh, we just thought we'd just hang around. And I was like, guys, let's go to the beach and play football. So we, we drove to the beach. We played football in the sand. That was fun. I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, there's a, there's a school right down there. It's kind of worked because I wanted to check out the school for parking for mm-hmm. our because it's mm-hmm. like right near where our house is going to yeah, be, yeah. our wedding is going to be. So we go there and there's a cool like basketball hoop that's guarded from the wind. I'm like, hey, let's play basketball. Well, I forgot that Keenan's brother, he's 6'5", like 6'5", 220, and he's a pipe fitter. So he's mm-hmm. pretty strong. Mm-hmm. Like he's not fat. He's strong. And he's, he's a big dude. And he played he played college basketball at like community college level. Okay. So Still. considerably better than me. Yeah. Um, and I do, I tried taking it the first time I tried to do a, like, I tried to get the ball in the post. I tried to do my patented Jakers, like spin move, like mm-hmm. hook shot, like kind of like hook shot off the backboard, blocked the shit out of me. <laughs> just, not You're even like, I don't want to play boom, anymore gone. <laughs> and Matt blocked me another time because Matt knows how to guard I hate playing against Matt because yeah. Matt knows how to guard me he knows, he knows knows my like three go-to moves right um 
so it just it didn't it didn't look great at the beginning. Right. So this is all context okay. for how I'm I assuming. almost end up fighting. It yes. Dude. Wait, which dude? The giant? No. Oh, okay. No, Continue. I like Keenan's brothers really cool. Okay. Like okay. I just kept making fun of myself because I was like, I was like, dude, you don't fucking move. You're <laughs> like, he just literally just he, a wall. Yeah, and he's yeah. playing in Birkenstocks and owning my ass. Oh like, wow. Yeah. Okay. Because he didn't bring. Sh- and you laced up and everything. What's that? Did you lace up? And I just everything? had my regular like Adidas oh, okay. like, athletic shoes. I didn't have my basketball, basketball shoes. shoes. But okay. I mean, that, that's not helping, <laughs> no. right? My I'm not putting on basketball shoes and automatically just becoming a better player. That would be amazing. I'm still going. You put a headband on and everything. A <laughs> I shooting should've. sleeve. I should have put the shooting sleeve on. It would have definitely helped my non-existent jumper. Yeah. Um. So the I'm thinking, God dang! Like I'm just getting my shit owned. Yeah. Like, it just. It, I'm trying. I'm down there banging between it's me and this guy named Brian who's like this shorter dude who can only shoot. He doesn't like pass and right. he doesn't do anything other than take the ball up top and shoot. Okay. And I've got this other and then I've got this and I have Rudy. Mm-hmm. So it's me, Brian and Rudy okay. versus Matt uh, Keenan's brother and then this little dude who's pretty good ball handler and a passer. Mm-hmm. So we're just I'm constantly having to go from like just getting sandwiched in the paint between Keenan and Matt. Oh, it didn't great. look good. I'm just getting yeah. bounced around like a pinball. Mm-hmm. So after after the game is done, we lose. I'm glad you went and played basketball. Yeah, Continue, it was fun. We lose. My yeah. team loses two games, both games. We go back to the house. They start drinking again. Mm-hmm. Night's going along. I'm playing cornhole again. That's the only thing me and Matt were good at. We were undefeated. Uh, you're a fucking hustler, dude. Yeah, and it helped that I was sober and everybody else was drunk. That's so true. it helped in- increase yeah. everything. So you're just shitting on everyone. So this cornhole. dude named Brian is a, is playing against me because me and Matt were undefeated. We weren't we weren't switching out. Yeah. And so this dude was like, he was like, he's like, dude, basketball. I'm like, yeah. He's like, how did you continue? And I'm already having a lot of self, like I was having a lot of self confidence issues. Uh-huh. One about because I was kind of, I was feeling kind of bloated. So then I was like constantly looking at myself in reflective objects, thinking like, oh my god, like I'm like I just felt really awkward. Oh, okay. That's how I like I have a lot of body dysmorphia. Mm-hmm. Like about when I get really like socially, when I get when I'm like having social anxiety, mm. I get a lot of body dysmorphia. Oh yeah, 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 for sure, absolutely. So how do you think I'm gonna feel at your fucking bachelor party, dude? Bunch of Adonises with me, the fucking fat squad, fucking womp, 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 womp. Oh, shut Elmer up. Fudd running down the fucking <laughs> court. Fudd. Stop Go it. Ahead. Anyway, so we're, I'm like, anyway. I get it. I get it okay. So, so it I, says basketball. So, I what mean, does he say? And he's like, dude, how did you keep playing after getting blocked like that? And I said, I'm with, with my friends. And he goes, dude, that was embarrassing. He goes, really, dude, that was embarrassing. I would have just stopped playing. And I look at it and I'm like, are you being serious? And he's like, dude, it was fucking embarrassing. And I'm like, all right, well, fuck you. <laughs> and so I just, I, I wish, know. I wish I could just insert my wit at this point. Cause I have so many comebacks mm-hmm. other than fuck you. <laughs> I just walked away. Okay. Like Mid I, game? I, yeah. Oh, Jake. I just turned around and walked away. Um, and then I went, I just went inside my car. What you tell him, I had a complete, just like, dude, Jake, it, dude, that Jake. shit broke me. What you tell him is like, you know, how did you keep playing? Um, because I'm not a beta, anybody who gets blocked and can't continue to play clearly doesn't have the mental capacity to play basketball. Blocks happen. 
It's not a big deal, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. I should have <laughs> said that, but I was already... You turn it on him. I was already you make having, him feel like a fucking idiot. I was already having super bad social... We got to work on that. I was having already having on super bad social anxiety. Anytime someone does that or comes at you like that, you flip it on them and make them look like a fucking idiot. Yeah. That's what you got to do. So then... So uh, then you got out of the car and you just punched him? No. <laughs> no, and then... You got punched? No, I didn't, I didn't actually try to fight this guy. But I was close. Like... It was it was what one, it was it was going douche. it was going one of two ways. Yeah, it was going one of two ways. I was either going to walk away or I was going to punch the guy. Yeah, because it was, he would not shut the fuck up. He, he just, just kept going, kept going. Damn. So then I come back, and he starts talking more. So then I come back to finish the game. Yeah, he keeps talking shit about basketball. Okay, and talking shit about cornhole. You're so, the god of cornhole. So me and Matt finally we beat him, and then uh-huh. we and then I'm like I'm I'm done. Like I came back, I finished the game, I'm going back to the car. Yeah. Thankfully, Matt, like, I was just like, Keenan was like, hey, man, I'm really sorry. He's like, he's like, I'm sorry Brian was being like that. I'm like, dude, I'm not trying to make this about myself. Like, yeah. and back in the day, like, if this was me two years ago, I would have made a whole scene. I would have, like, started yelling. I would have gotten in my car and probably driven home. Right, right. You now, should... I just need, I just need some, I just need some time. Okay. Like, I called Kylie, calmed Vented. myself down, yeah. and uh, took a gab of Penton, and then eventually those guys, Rudy took out his, he brought an entire truck full of yard games. He brought Rudy did? Yeah, he, he brought would. it he brought his own um <clears throat> disc golf Basket? set. Yeah. Yeah. Good for him. That was all lit up so he could play night Oh, that's tight. By himself. I mean that's but then weird. he but then he ended up losing all of his discs. Oh my god. <laughs> and then he brings out and then I'm sitting there in my car and I see him walking past my car with a telescope. And he sets his telescope up right in front of my car and is looking at the moon <laughs> this telescope <laughs> i'm on the phone with kylie and i'm like the fuck is happening right now he's going from playing disc golf i watched him set everything up yeah throws like his discs loses them all and then just goes and gets his telescope and goes looks at the moon <laughs> it's just it was, yeah it was interesting to watch he was an imagine interesting... being in a band with this guy yeah, can imagine. And sitting down and being like, "All right, we got to write a song." Just pew 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 swirl. <laughs> oh yeah. So oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, we it was an interesting bachelor party. That was it. I thought I was gonna. You had no more interaction with this guy. Oh no, I did. So okay. um, later on, I, he reached another level. So I think at the level of drunk he was at at that time mm-hmm. was like asshole. Mm-hmm. Then he got to the I love you level of oh, drunk. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Because then he came up to me and he was like, dude. He's like, because people were, people at the beginning before they got too drunk to notice that I wasn't drinking. Yeah. Started being like, dude, why aren't you drinking? At what point? At this point? At when we're sitting around eating pizza. Well, I mean, this is earlier this or is later? earlier. Okay. People were like, dude, why aren't you drinking? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I don't drink. They're like, why? I'm like. Dude, we're like, I'm 30 years old. At this point, do I really have to answer this question? Yes, you do. So I'm just like... Because how old are they? My age. They're 30? Well, Rudy's like... I don't know how old Rudy is. Oh. Rudy was didn't ask me this question. Yeah. He didn't, I don't think he even r- realized. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was too busy, pissed off at Matt. The oh, yeah. um, <laughs> Those two. Anyway, they ended up being best friends after competing in a drinking game together later that night. Oh, yeah. Um, That makes sense. But the... but. Brian and Chris, uh-huh. who I don't think you know, but he's in music yeah, yeah. too. Anyway, so he, they're like, they're like, well, why? And I said, 
I'm like, I'm on too many antidepressants to drink. I'm like, well, not supposed to drink on that shit. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, do you want to talk about it? <laughs> and I'm like, not really. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. going to talk about it with you. So later, and uh, he comes up to the Brian guy <laughs> after we've already had our back and forth about basketball. Yeah, yeah. He comes up to me later and he's like, dude, he's like, he's like, so I heard you have like really like bad anxiety and stuff. And I said, yeah, and I'm expecting him to talk more shit. <laughs> You're like balling, and, balling up your fence. And so he just goes, he's like, yeah, dude, me too. He's like, that's why I drink so much. Wow. And I'm like, he's like, that's how I cope with it. And then we had like a real heart to heart. And he was and like, now you guys are best friends. And he was like, dude, he's like, dude, um, he's like, it's crazy. He's like, it's crazy to me. Like, you can just not drink and deal with it. And I was like, well, I take medication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I am, I am dealing with it just yes. in a different way. Yeah. And he go, and he goes, he's like, man, you know what the, the biggest like social anxiety thing for me is? And I'm like, what? He's like, he's like, oh, no, it's too weird. It's too weird. I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> and I'm like, I was Should like, you say this. I'm like, no, I, I, it's fine. Okay. And he goes, I'm like, and I'm like, I go, I'll do it. I'll tell you mine. Uh-huh. I go, I'll tell you one of my biggest triggers. It's me smelling bad. Oh like, yeah. I constant like constantly thinking that I smell bad. I right. go all through high school, all through college. I carried breath mints with me, gum. Like mm. I was, you would never catch me not having something to correct. Right. Something that I know it's not even me. But mm-hmm. if somebody in class said, "You smell that," and I'm like, "It's clearly me. <laughs> clearly me." Right. It has to be me. There's no other okay. explanation. What is that founded on? What is that founded on? Plus people. What is that founded on? There's a there's a moment in your life that triggered that. Yes, there is. Do you want me to tell it? I have one too. Okay. I have several. All right. I have two moments. Do you gotcha. want me to go first? Uh, go for it. Okay. So one time when I was real young in like elementary school, I was on the bus and this kid, like he was an older kid and just like for no fucking reason, just dumps cologne all over me, pulled the top off and dumped it on me. And then I was like, what are you doing? Like I was young, dude, like mm-hmm. second, third grade. And then, um, I went to class and everybody was commenting on how bad I stunk. I stunk mm. so bad. I stunk so bad. So then what I was like, cologne was it? I don't know. But then I went to the bathroom and like was like I took like paper towels and I was like trying to wipe every inch of my skin mm. off and my shirt and Kids like suck, dude. <laughs> and so I was just like, and th- and this is like, so I think that was the initial like, mm-hmm. oh, don't stink, right? So then one. Later, when I was like a teenager, 13, 14, maybe even 15, I had I'd gone camping and, you know, you go camping, you sit around the campfire, you smell like campfire. Mm-hmm. And then I came home from camping and it was on like a Monday night or whatever it was. And I went to skate church. That was like a skate park. And then you'd skate for like an hour, half hour of church and then skate at this massive indoor skate park. For another hour. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, we got to hurry home. I want to go to skate church. I want to go to skate church. So I didn't change. I just grabbed my board helmet and went to skate church. And then everyone's like, dude, were you smoking weed? And I'm like, what? No. You were smoking weed, dude. No, I wasn't. I had no <laughs> Clearly, idea. nobody knows. Yeah. <laughs> At that point, nobody had smoked weed. Yeah. <laughs> can't really you can't what's that wood smoke yeah everyone's like dude this jeff jeff was Is smoking cedar? weed and i'm like what are you guys talking about and then someone was like dude you smell like campfire and i was like oh i hate now when i come home mm-hmm. i change and i shower immediately mm. 
it's like a I yeah. I cannot smell it's like, like a reflex when thing, I'm out yeah. there I don't mind smelling like it I can smell like it but well, if I'm out, I mean you're outside right right it but if I'm like home it. and I can smell myself smelling like it mm-hmm. I freak out I shower and I change oh yeah I get that yeah yeah tell me your story so <laughs> Did you uh, shit yourself <laughs> close okay so for whatever reason my freshman year of high school uh-huh. I after lunch for like almost the whole year yeah i would have like uncontrollable gas oh weird and i thought it was like the chicken with cheeseburger but i loved the chicken with cheeseburger for lunch (laughs) i couldn't stop eating it but it was giving me this uncontrollable gas and most of the time it was just air that didn't smell well one day it smelled one day (laughs) it was so bad and I just remember I was sitting next to this really cute girl. Okay. That's our assigned seats. Yeah. And I can just remember everybody around me going. Oh, no. Do you, do you guys smell? Do you guys smell that? Do you guys smell that? God, that's awful. Do you guys smell that? And then, so I just, dude, I was so, I would, dude, I just could not. I couldn't do it. You knew it was you? Well, I knew it was me. But did they know it was you? I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. Like, or did they you kept, play it off oh, and go, no, yeah, no, 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 because they just kept like side eye. They just kept side eyeing. That's me. when you go, what is that smell? Yeah, what is that? Yeah, so <laughs> I normally could do it. That one, dude, I was so petrified. I couldn't think. Right. And there was this, I just, then I had this realization also in my freshman year because I, in first period English, there was mm-hmm. this kid. And he smelled awful all of the time. Mm-hmm. And it was like they had morning football workouts. Okay. And so this kid was in football. Oh. And so he would show up for first period sweating like a, like a boy's locker room plus cigarette smoke and like m- soggy waffle syrupy smell. You know what, you know what that smell yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All of that mixed together. And I'm thinking, this dude's like interacting with people like he has no idea that he smells bad. Well, maybe he didn't. So it started thinking to myself. Yeah. Am I that guy? You would never know if you were the smelly person. Right. You only know your smell. Exactly. So if you were the smelly person, you could go through your entire life if nobody said, dude, you stink. Mm-hmm. You would never know. There's someone in my life who has like real bad halitosis and she doesn't know. Mm. And everybody knows. (laughs) And if you never like you could go through your entire life being the smelly person. And that terrifies me. Interesting. That I could be known at my deathbed. Yeah. Jake was a great guy, but God damn, that dude smelled his whole life and didn't know about it. Your stenches are like memories. So I like one of my biggest like promises I make my friends tell me is like, dude, if I ever stink, you have to tell me. <laughs> you have to tell me. Do you ever call it out on yourself? Like, oh. don't you ever just smell like BO and you're like, damn, dude, I stink. Yes, I do. Like, I am conscious of it okay. all the time. Okay. Like, I carried, it was, in high school, it was Axe Body Spray. Yeah, of looking, course. Looking back, that was a mistake. Uh-huh. Um, but always had, like, icebreaker breath mints mm. or gum or something like that. Yeah, couldn't, sex. Chew, couldn't, chew, couldn't chew gum in school, so it was always, like, icebreakers. Mm. Um, it was outside of school. It was, like, gum. Mm. Um, but Yeah. So that was, like, ever since then, ever since my freshman year of high school, for those two things, that realization that you would never know if you were, like, the perpetually smelly kid. Yeah. And then, the shit, like, basically shitting my pants in, in class. Yeah, and, every time. Yeah. 
Um, so thinking that like I was farting and people were smelling me the entire day. Yeah. For the entire freshman, entire freshman year. Yeah. So yeah, that was that. So anyway, it yeah. turns out that this kid Brian, he has the same social thing about smell. He's like, that is one of my biggest Weird. triggers. So it just happened that we maybe had this, it's like, everybody's thing. Maybe it is. <laughs> Share with us on the, on social media if uh, you have the same social anxiety trigger yeah. uh, as being the smelly kid. Right. And he told me about this time where he like he legitimately like pooped himself on a on a public transportation bus Ooh. and somebody called him out. And so the whole bus knew oh, that it was him. So that he like jumped off God. like two miles before his stop. Yeah. Because he didn't, he couldn't be on the bus anymore. Ooh. And so like, that was brutal. Yeah. Like that was worse than anything yeah. I've ever dealt with. So I mean, you shit on the side of the freeway. <laughs> <laughs> True. I did do that. Yeah. I did do yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so then we ended up bonding and he's like, can I get your phone number? So like if I'm having... He's like, I've never talked to anybody who gets mental health like you do. And I'm like, just because I'm one, I'm sober. But two, like I've had, You're a, lot acknowledging of, it, I've had a lot of therapy and I'm just open about it. Yes, right. Yes. Like, I'm like, dude, the biggest thing is just being open about it. Yeah. It's, it's only a stigma if you let it be a yes. stigma. Yes. Just open and own it. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. That's what I do. Whatever. People can judge me. I'm trying to mm. I'm trying to work on myself. I'm I not can't. on antidepressants anymore. You're not. Mm -mm. Oh, good for you. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to try to get off them. And I just stopped taking them. Okay. I feel awesome. Good. Yeah. Good. I think that Dexter dying and infertility and not getting lovely here. Mm -hmm. I think all of that really just darkened, yeah. darkened everything. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes you just need something to get you out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I feel okay. Good. But I mean, if other if you notice something, to call me out. <laughs> well, the thing is, that the people around you notice before you do. Right, right. Um, but yeah. Anyway, that was that was. Uh, and then last weekend, I went on a long hike. Thought I was getting stalked by a cougar. Oh God! Um, Where so at? I, way up on the backside of Mount Hood. Weiss, yeah. Why? So I went <laughs> up. Uh, I went up to uh, Y East, Oregon. Yeah. And then went up the Y East River uh -huh. to Y East. Is there a Mount Hood River? There's Hood River. Oh. Yeah. You can say Hood River. I can say Hood River? Yeah. Okay. So I went up, <laughs> went up 35, the backside. And then oh, wow. To, I've never gone that way. It's pretty. Is it's it? It's really gorgeous. So when I go to Bend, I always go 26. Mm -hmm. I've always wanted to, like on the way home, go the backside of Mount Hood. And it's then not down. even that much longer. I keep telling people that. It really, I thought, so I was like halfway up 35. Yeah. And so I was doing this hike around um, the Elk Meadow area. Mm -hmm. And then I got to this, I was going to go to the spur. And then I realized like, I don't think anybody's been here in like a year. It was very overgrown. Wow. And there were like, like cougar claw marks on the trees what? around me. And it's just me and Bo. And I'm like, I'm looking at my time. And I'm like, okay, I could get there by sunset, but it's going to be dark coming back. Nah. So are I, are you armed? No. Oh, no, I wasn't. I should yeah, have been. And yeah. all I had with me was a multi-tool and a thing of pepper spray. Multi-pass. So I booked it down and made it to Trillium Lake. Mm. I was like, I want to see how far 35 goes up until it connects with 26. Yeah. I'd never done that drive myself either. Right. And it was like 10 minutes yeah. from where I was to 26. Uh, okay. And then just drove 26 to uh, Trillium Lake. Caught Trillium Lake at Blue Hour. It was gorgeous. Um the the water was completely still so the reflection was like mm. perfect of the because at the 
on the opposite end, like on the far end of Trillium, mm-hmm. you can look and the 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 the, uh, the peak is just right. It's there, insane, right there. It's insane. It's, it's gorgeous. Yeah. And so I was like, I, so I got that cool picture. And then me and Bo just had a good day. That's so awesome. That's been my last three weekends. Fuck. What about you? I don't even know what I've been doing on the weekends. Been playing a lot of basketball every Sunday. I saw that. Um, the first the first Sunday I went by myself was Father's Day, and just shooting around and then guys were like you want to play two on two and i was like oh i'll try and i was winded i was gassed i was done mm-hmm. i had to ice everything when i got home the next sunday i played with you and we played one-on-one which takes way more energy uh i was gassed but now i'm playing one-on-one which takes far more energy than like two on two does mm-hmm. and then the last weekend i played everybody came out and we ran full court basketball and they're like, let's run full court. And I'm like, what? And But I'm just seeing these gradual mm-hmm. increases yeah. in my ability, which, as I said a few weeks ago, that's all I really care about. It's just I don't care how big I am, how out of shape I am, as long as I can get better at basketball and continue to play at a level that I feel happy at. I'm not there yet, but I'm moving towards there, and yeah. I can feel my body move towards hey, there. Hey, celebrate the progress. I have to. Um, so last weekend, so my – Grandma had been telling me about this campsite. I guess she took me when I was a, when I was a kid, but I blocked out all my memories from a kid from mm. trauma. So <laughs> she's my sister's like, oh, yeah, you don't remember going here? I'm like, no, I don't remember anything. <laughs> um, so she's like, go to this lake. And it's just west of Grants Pass. Okay. So it's like a five-hour drive. Um, so we get up, we load the car up, and we head out on the road. The drive is not that bad. Five hours is not that bad. If you're doing, especially I-5, you're just doing a straight shot yep. down. Yeah. Yep. And uh, I drove to Disneyland, uh, and it took 16 hours. And on the way back from Disneyland, same 16-hour drive, I'm like, that wasn't that bad. So, I don't know. Maybe driving isn't that bad. I, it just doesn't bother me. If you know it's going to be a long drive, yeah. driving's not that bad. Yeah. So, we drove down there. Grants Pass has in and out mm. So we hit in and out for lunch. We got there at like 2. So we stopped by in and out had some in and out um, Then we, from there it was like a 35-minute drive to the lake. And we got this site. And, and when you look at the website, it shows pictures of the campsite. Mm-hmm. And it's like on the water. And I was like, is it really on the water? Like, is this tricking me? Like, what does this campsite look like? Oh, mm-hmm. it is on the water. I couldn't, I was just like speechless, dude. I just stood there and I was like, no way. Like, this is where we're going to spend the next four days. Like, that's insane. I could not believe it. It was so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And if you follow my social media, you saw the pictures. But I'll post some from on on our Say What You Mean Instagram because it was just, it was unreal. And my sister, she like, my sister and Alex were setting up the tent and uh, they had set it up facing like inward like toward my tent and my sister was like no 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 unstake that she's like i am waking up every morning to this lake and so they turned her tent so every morning when she opened mm. it it was just this lake that's awesome it was super cool um lovely swam until like 10 o'clock at night like one night like she's just she's a fish dude just like me like i love swimming i love being in the water and she's the same way like we just love being out there um it's there's it's a small lake so there's no like uh high powered boats it's just like trolling boats that's mm. it um there's a lot of 
you know, kayakers out there, paddle boards or whatever, but it was just, it was awesome. Um, both nights, that two of the nights that we were there, my stomach got upset and I was shitting all over the place, so that was not nice. Mm. But the good thing was, was that <laughs> when you wake up at two in the morning and you have to crap and all the lights are out, you get to look up and see the stars. Yeah. And it was awesome. It was awesome. Jen got sick one night, too. I think it was just dehydration, honestly. It's like 100 degrees out there. We have to be uber conscious about drinking water, and I don't think we necessarily were. Mm. Um, but she got a really bad migraine and got sick. And like, so when we sat out, I was like, dude, look at the stars. Like, you could see the gases in the Milky Way and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so that was super cool. Um, but it was just, it was just an insane lake. And I just could not, like, my grandma would tell me all the time, like, me and your grandpa would go out there for, like, weeks at a time. And I'm like, really? You're going to spend weeks at a time at a campsite? I get it now. <laughs> I get it. Um, so we just swam a bunch. Um, we hung out and we played games. Like, uh, we played Apples to Apples. We played Uno. And we played, what is it? Not Phase 10. Is it Phase 10? One of those games like that. Oh, okay. Um, but then they had a disc golf course there. Hmm. And... So when we went on our first camping trip with Lovely and Jen's mom and her family, there was a a disc golf course there. And Lovely and I went and played. And we played nine holes. And she was throwing her disc and I was throwing my disc. And it took forever. took forever. And I was telling someone that at work. I was like, man, you know, I want to take her to go play, but it takes a long time. And they're like, just play best throw. I told you. You It was you? Yeah, that was me. It was you. I couldn't remember who the F it was. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So you say play best, best throw. Genius, dude. So me, Alex, and Lovely went. Thank you. I cannot remember. It was driving me insane, dude. I was like, who the fuck told me that? <laughs> um, have you, do you play? No. Then how do you know that? Golf. Oh, okay. Okay. So we played best throw, and it was me, Alex, and Lovely. And it was, it was we got, instead of nine holes, mm-hmm. we played all 18. Yeah. And it took two hours. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, and some of the throws were Alex's throws, and some of them were Lovely's. And it was just fun because... It got us through the game, and it was like, you know, the first time I took Lovely play disc golf, she's like, this is fun because it's like hiking, but we're playing a game. Mm-hmm. And so I think she really enjoys disc golf, mm-hmm. especially on this level of like an 18-hole course. Yeah. Um, and we saw deer like running through the woods while we were playing. Really? And gray squirrels, and it was cool. That is cool. It was super, super fun. Uh, we played at like 10 before it got super hot mm-hmm. and then as the day ended it just got hot so we're like when we get back we're gonna jump in the lake so we yeah. jumped in the lake and camping right there on the lake was amazing because mm-hmm. you know you just wake up you're like oh my god it's hot and you jump in the lake cool you down bunch of fish in there biting it you know that kind of was annoying really oh dude they're biting all over us huh yeah weird weird just bang 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 you're just getting bit all over um yeah it was it was a blast um I think it's something we're going to do again. Oh, that campsite was down a massive hill. And then mm. the campsite. So you had to like pack everything down? Haul everything down and then haul everything up. Mm. So this is a weekend that I was worried about my progress in basketball because I wasn't playing basketball. Dude, I was fucking exhausted when I got home on Monday. Like my arms were tired. Just felt like noodles from lifting everything, swimming the whole time, mm. throwing discs. Like hiking, yeah. like I was well, you're active. Of, well, you're working a lot of muscles that you probably haven't yeah. in a long time. And yeah. I didn't think I was gonna like. I was like, man, am I gonna work out? Like, is this gonna work out for basketball? Oh yeah, I was exhausted, <laughs> but it was a freaking 
blast. That's awesome. And then this weekend, I don't really have anything. Yeah, they. I mean, the the pictures looked amazing. Yeah, they look like a great spot. Yeah, um, I was gonna tell you. So you keep giving me grief about not taking Lovely to the beach, mm-hmm. but I think her first trip to the beach will be your wedding. Well, that's going to be a great, that'll be a great experience. She's very excited. Yeah. She got your invitation and she's like, mom, oh, mom, I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. Look <laughs> at him. Oh, it's so cute. And she's like, can I keep this? And I was like, yeah, just put it on the fridge till the wedding. And then, yes, after the wedding, you can keep it and put it up in your room, Jake and Kylie. So well, she's excited. That's really, that's really sweet. <laughs> um, And so, yeah, I mean, she's stoked. I mean, there's a lot of weekends coming up where I don't have. I have something every weekend, but dude, effing school is right there. It's coming. Oh, that's right. Fast, You're dude. starting that back up. Yes, last semester, dude. Why am I doing this? Last, dude. That's last I'm semester. I'm ready to quit. You remember? You remember <laughs> how? You remember last semester yeah. of uh, of undergrad? undergrad? Yeah. It was so hard. To, the mixture of like, I'm so close to being done, and then the the terrifying. If I don't get this done, there isn't a next semester that yeah. I can make stuff up in. I have to pack like. I have to pass these classes. Yeah, it was very final undergrad. I think it was more of like, holy shit, like this is it for me. Yeah. You know, it was a long road because I did not think I was ever going to go to college. Mm -hmm. So now I'm in my last semester of my master's program and it's like, holy shit. And and you and I for undergrad like was a process. Oh, it was. Yeah. Took more than the four years yes. for both oh, of yeah. us to get Clark, it. Some time yeah. at Clark. Mm-hmm. I started slow. I started with one class, one class, mm-hmm. and then I went to two classes, and then I was like, "All right, let's start getting. Well, maybe I can do three now." And I yeah. think, I think I just because I was working part time, I stayed at three classes. Three's a lot in yeah. a quarter. Like, I think I tried four at one point. I was like, no, but I went back to three. Dude, like, and then the jump to semesters, we're yeah. taking like full time is five. Yeah, I only took four ever. Yeah, I only did but four. But 16 weeks. Mm-hmm. That's the brutal part of these semesters is they're 16 weeks. It's a it's a slog. Yeah. But yeah, that's August 23rd. It starts August 23rd. OK, well, it's you got to let me know um, what you're doing. for. Your, you got to let me know what you're doing for like graduation. Oh, 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 I don't. I didn't, yeah. Do I do something for graduation? Dude, it's your master's. I don't, I don't know. I mean, okay, well, I'd be happy to throw you something. Yeah, maybe we should do something. Okay, well, we'll I want to talk to Jen and figure out what we're going to do. Well, I know she, her, you know, last time I didn't play anything, but her, her dad threw like a party. Okay. And like, dude, we, like, dude, we, we have to do something. Dude, it's a master's degree. That's fucking badass, dude. You're going to be a graduate. You're going to have a graduate degree. Yeah, that's weird. Think about that. I can't. It's How weird. cool is that? I don't know. It's dude. fucking easy. Anyway, dude. I'm proud, as, I'm <laughs> proud as hell that you're <laughs> entering you. your final semester. It's weird. And you're going to have a master's degree. Yeah. Dude, that's, that is so cool. What was I just going to say? I don't know. I forgot. Fuck, I was going to say something. Um. Yeah, we'll see. It's gonna. It's the end. There's no. We'll see. You're gonna get the degree. I know, but it's just. It's. It's daunting. Like, it's a daunt. I, I barely made it out of the last semester. Yeah, but dude, you had. Think oh, about, I remember. Think about the last semester, though. I. I know. I know that, but that's no excuse, right? They don't give a fuck if I'm. A, I'm going through adoption or. Except they did. I mean, they totally did. <laughs> <laughs> In in this and that this same is, professor yeah. is my professor for the next okay, okay. final course. 
You're gonna be fine. Yeah. You she, have one, was one class or two classes. I, so I have like a one class, but then the um, like the practicum or whatever. Yeah. 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 Okay. So that's what I have going on. A lot of work, dude. But with that said, yeah, we have a adoption date. You do. Yeah. Like an actual final yes. date. How excited are you for that? Well, <laughs> I, I don't know how much I want to share because Jen's like, you share too much sometimes. Um, the adoption date is, I think, August 10th. Okay. Yeah. So we got it from the, our lawyer telling us, like, this is when we're going to do the court date and we're going to finalize everything. So when we tell Lovely, with our research in the books we've read, with our research in friends we've made in the foster care and adoption community mm -hmm. and things with just all of our research that we've done and interactions and conversations we've had, you, we've learned that like sometimes that is an event that will trigger behavioral issues. Sure. So there's, there's a little, you know, worry telling her. Mm -hmm. So we told her and initially she's like very excited and very happy and blah, 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 blah. And I had this conversation with her, this exact one. I said, hey, look, I said, you know, mom and I have done enough research that we know that you're going to have some big emotions and big feelings about this. Um, some 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 might express themselves in like behavior that you don't understand or you don't even realize that you're doing. I said, but before there's ever a blowout or any any like real contention between us if you feel if you start feeling something tell us and we can talk through it and we can work through this she's mm -hmm. like okay well, that day <laughs> she just exploded on us and was like you know she was saying things like call my caseworker i want to go back to texas and all this stuff and like i know she doesn't mean it mm -hmm. that is a reaction to a fear of finalization a mm -hmm. fear of the unknown a fear of now I'm stuck with two people who are going to hold me accountable for all of my actions, mm -hmm. which she never had her whole life. Um, so it's a very celebratory thing. I'm very happy and I'm very excited, but I'm also navigating through sure. through her feelings with, yeah. with this and Definitely. how her, her, what her fears are mm -hmm. and all of that. So um, I think, I think once it's finalized, it's going to be amazing. It's going to feel great. I think there's a lot of pride in, her with her or for her taking our last name she's also taking my sisters my nieces and my mom's middle name oh yeah does she have a middle name yes currently? she's she gonna does. add theirs to her name okay is she gonna hyphen her last name or nope. she's just going full she's lopez? going full lopez okay but her middle name will be have two middle names. her middle name and then the family middle that's name. really cool yeah so, I mean, she's she's all in, like, you know. Mm -hmm. And even after these blowouts and after she says those things, she's very, she knows. She's like, you know, I'm, I, she knows that she doesn't mean it. She just has feels, right? Sure, yeah. So, uh, I think we're going to have, like, a, a bash awesome. to celebrate it. Great. So Let me know the date. Um, I think Jen has one, but okay. we'll, we'll, sure. I'll let you know when everything's solidified. As but it's, it's, uh, yeah. it's huge. I go, we're, we're coming there. Like, we're coming up on that. Like, that's a thing. So here we go. Like it doesn't. It doesn't. That's my kid. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It feels. It doesn't feel like. It's great that that's a date, but the second we saw her and imagined her in our life, and then met her, mm -hmm. it was like from that moment we knew, like, okay, that's our kid. Like here we go. Yeah. Like if she says yes to us, then we are already. We've said yes a week ago. You know what I mean? Sure. So yeah, that's coming down. We're already at an hour, bro. That's crazy. We can talk bro. about anything you wanted to talk about. That's fine. Uh, um, give well, me 10 minutes about 
the January sixth. Well, so uh, as the original the the house in the house wanted to do an investigation on the causes of the January, like the causes of the January and the consequences of January sixth, and it passed the house and this it didn't pass the Senate because you needed a filibuster proof majority to pass it in the Senate and it, didn't, it got some Republican votes. It didn't get enough Republican votes. Uh, so it basically died on the Hill. Well, the house is doing its own independent investigation now. Oh, okay. And so it's led by Nancy Pelosi. It's, it's not, I'm not going to say it's completely partisan, but it's also not like completely bipartisan, but Pelosi is, Pelosi is having, there's going to be a five, there's going to be five Republicans on the hearing panel. Yeah. So when they call witnesses stuff, there's there will be a Republican presence there. Uh, so this notion that it's a partisan witch hunt is stupid. Right. Like there's going to be Republicans. Well, there. I saw that Pelosi rejected two of them, Jim Banks and Jim Jordan. Well, because McCarthy I, was I know, putting I know. Jordan on there to basically railroad the whole yes. thing. Because um, both of them voted for overturning the election. Yes. Yeah. Overturning the election. That's mm-hmm. right. So, yeah. Or not, they vote, not overturning it, they just voted to not certify it. Not to certify it, yeah. yeah. And send it back to the state houses, which yeah. would be stupid. Yeah. Anyway. But let's have those two people be the Republican representatives in investigation well, it's, of insurrection. It's constantly all of these things, you have to look through the lens of loyalty to Trump. Yeah. Like, these are all litmus tests. Yeah. Like, are you loyal to Trump? Yeah. And going, and so right now, so like this is in its early stages, but it's interesting seeing like the politics of it. Like mm-hmm. uh, Pelosi this morning who's t- took some heat um, and there's like, well, why, why did you, why did you uh, veto those two people being on the bill and it being on the, on the, not on the bill, but on the, uh, the commission. The commission. And right. uh, she was like, I was, she's people, she's like, people even my own party is like, just let them be on there. Let them be buffoons and then kick them off. She's like, that's wasting time. Mm. We don't have time to waste. She's like, we know what they're going to do. And why would I, why would I put them on there just to see the inevitable? Mm. So I'm just not going to allow them on there from the beginning. Yeah. And she's allowing Liz Cheney to be on there. Ooh. ooh. Which is fun. <laughs> I which was is, wondering, which dude. Which is funny as hell. Oh. Like Liz Cheney's going to be on that panel. Yeah. Which is just, Liz Cheney doesn't give a fuck not anymore. anymore. She knows she's out. Yeah. It's the outlawed seat in Wyoming. You can't say she's not a Republican. Yeah. Right? She's she a won Repu- as a Republican. She ran as a Republican. She's, she's been a Republican. She's a Republican her whole life. Yeah. She comes from a line of Republicans. Yeah. Her last name is Cheney. Yeah. Her father was Dick. Yeah. Like, it's just... Oh, I, I love that. So it's just like she's going to be on that, right? And she's been like one of the biggest like thorns in the MAGA, yeah. in the MAGA group side on the yeah. high on the hill. So it's going to be awesome having... It's going to be cool to see her on there and how... She interacts with her Republican colleagues who are going to be more of like McCarthy's mm-hmm. puppets, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just interesting the politics around this. Yeah. In the, in the con, it's the January 6th commission is, it is what it is, right? It's not really going to, it's not going to lead anywhere. It's not going to come to any conclusions that we don't already know. Right. Uh, but it's important to have it mm-hmm. as, as anything other than just, you have to do it, mm-hmm. right? You have to do it. You can't just let an attack on the Capitol go uninvestigated. Mm-hmm. By yeah. the by the by the legislature, yeah. like it's obviously being investigated by the judicial branch, mm-hmm. but calling Senate hearings and investigating actual executive level, executive branch people, yeah, 
that's important. Yeah. It's important for checks and balances. Yeah. So for anything other than just a exercise, like civic exercise, yes. that's all it ends up being. It's important that it's there because then it continues the precedence. And yeah. it's saying like anything in the future, we still are maintaining that this is something to do. Is that yeah. way in the future they can't be like, well, it wasn't done for January sixth, so why oh, are we going to do it now? Yeah. So it's important to just continue that precedence, even sure. if it is futile. Yeah. So it's important, and I'm glad it's. I'm glad they're doing it. Yeah. Uh, it's just interesting seeing all the politics around it, and uh, um, dude, it's it just it's gross. It's typical gross current politics in the United you hear States. About Tucker Carlson. Uh, with the well, what a specifically yes. about, but the the the. The officer, the officer yeah. who was called the N word like a dozen times, yeah. saying he's what uh, an angry activist yeah. or something like that. He's a radicalized left wing activist. Ah, so we protect cops are one hundred percent right until they until they're not until they're not until it doesn't fit your narrative. Mm-hmm. He said uh, Harry Dunn has very little in common with your average cop. Mm, he's not one of them. No, Dunn is an angry left wing political activist. Um, Harry Dunn's lawyers responded with tonight. Fox News allowed its host Tucker Carlson, who has not served a day in uniform, whether military or law enforcement, to criticize the heroism and service of African-American U.S. Capitol Police officer Harry Dunn. Our client has served 13 years in law enforcement and on January 6, 2021, fought against the insurrection violent crowd. No doubt many of them Carlson supporters to protect their lives of the elected officials, including Vice President Pence. Officer Dunn, who would lay down his life to protect a member of Congress, regardless of being Republican or Democrat, will testify next Tuesday before the House Select Committee investigating the events of the insurrection. Frankly, the last thing Carlson wants is for the truth to emerge of what happened that day and why. Hmm. Dude, that guy is a piece of shit. It's an absolute piece of garbage. <laughs> oh my god, dude. He's a stinky kid for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He probably smells awful. Him and uh, Matt Gates. Yeah, dude. Oh, Matt Gates, dude. I mean, these are your people. Mm-hmm. Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah. Like that's your squad, dude. I like how the worst thing that the Republicans could manufacture was AOC, like the right, the original, the squad, um, yeah. Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar. Mm-hmm. Like those were like the boogeyman, yeah. right? But they're all sound politic. I mean, sound policy wonks. Yeah. You may yeah. not agree with their policy. Yeah. They've since really have toned down their real, like, anti-establishment rhetoric. Right. Like, they were freshman congressmen yeah. who came in with big aspirations. Of course. And then realized, okay, there's a game that has to be played. Yeah. We understand, uh, how, inst- we, we understand how the system works yeah. and how you get things done. Versus... Whatever is going on in the Republican side, like you cannot draw parallels. I am so tired of this stupid exercise of being. Well, the the Matt Gates and the Marley Ta- Marjorie Taylor Greens are the Republican version of the Democrats squad. Right? No, they're not. Mm. Stop that. Yeah. AOC is not equivalent to Marjorie Taylor Greene. No, she's not. No, I don't agree with AOC. Yeah. Like, there's very little that I think I would agree with her. Right. On. But she is not Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah. That lady is batshit crazy, dude. Not only that, but at least AOC goes, looks at the system and goes, this is the change I want, and this is how we have to go get it. And mm-hmm. it's within the parameters of the Constitution yes. in process. And then you have Marjorie Taylor Greene that is just there to stoke co- culture war. She doesn't yeah. give a shit about policy. No. 
She's not talking about act. She's not talking about actual policy to advance a goal. Right. Her goal is there to just stoke the fire. Yeah. Just to be a troll. That is her. That is that is the mandate she was elected upon, and that it's in it's just the reflection of the voters. The difference in the voters of AOC versus the voters of, That's of Marjorie how Taylor Trump Green. won. He's a troll. He talks shit. He says everything we're already thinking. They're sending those people to Congress, not to advance policy, no. not to invest in self actual self interests as far as like economic self interest or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's to go there to thwart the Democrats and to not cooperate and support Trump. Mm-hmm. That's what they're there for. Yeah. If you support Trump, we're in because he is the almighty master. AOC was not elected to go support Biden. No. She's not going to be reelected in 2022 to go support Biden's no. initiative. Support it as her constituents see fit. Yeah. But she's not she's not going to be in line with everything that Biden has, is doing. Right. She's, Biden is taking a lot of heat for progressives. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He just um, signed off on sanctions for Cuba. He's already getting shit from progressives for it. Mm-hmm. Because they wanted him to to stop the embargo and, and any disconnect with Cuba and open things up. But he's actually putting things more. Yeah, I mean, we can talk about no, that. I don't, I don't think the Cuban government should be seen as a victim. I disagree with progressives on that. But that's what I'm saying. They're looking at him like they, there's a disagreement yeah, there. Th- exactly. Right. So. But uh, they're not there to rubber stamp. everything. Yes. Yeah. Which is what Marjorie Taylor Greene was essentially do. That's yeah. it. Dude, everything's a loyalty test. It's disgusting. You have to view everything the Republican Party does. Yeah. Everything they say, everything they do as a loyalty test to Trump. That's insane. And this segue on, uh, on vaccinations. Yeah. Being anti-vax is a loyalty test to Trump. Who was vaccinated. Who was vaccinated. <laughs> Rupert Murdoch, the guy who owns Fox News, yeah. is, was, and, is vaccinated. Yeah. And they are constantly questioning vaccinations. Mm-hmm. The propaganda is saying don't get vaccinated. Yeah. Question it. Why should you do it? Dude, the government's trying to control you. Alabama. Uh-huh. Heart of MAGA country. Mm-hmm. Less than 30% vaccination rate. Wow. And their hospitals are overrun with people infected with Delta variant. Really? Yeah. The, I was I read a Washington Post uh, article where they interviewed a, 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 an Alabama uh, trauma nurse who's been dealing with is this the one COVID patients. Did I share it? I don't know. Uh, Did you share it? I read it. <laughs> I read it. I don't know if I, I, may, I may have hit share. I don't know. It was really good. Because uh, I shared one too. Uh, let me find it here. Sorry. Uh, go ahead. Continue. Anyway, they talked about it. it were, she was like, we're, what we're seeing now in the Alabama hospitals is essentially reminiscent of October, November last year before like the big... <sighs> Before the big surge. And she was like, yes, that one. Okay. Where she's like, people are at the last thing I say before I shove the tube down their throat is I want the vaccination. She's like, it's too late. Yeah. I, the quote I posted was they cry. They tell me they didn't know. They thought it was a hoax. They thought it was political. They thought because they had a certain blood type or a certain skin color that they wouldn't get sick. They thought it was just the flu, but they were wrong and they wish they could go back, but they can't. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a year ago that Dan died uh, a few weeks, like a week ago or whatever. And, like, so all of these 
you know, I, I sometimes scroll through my memories of what come up and mm -hmm. like, and then everyone started tagging Dan and all the things that, like the memories of Dan and stuff. And I'm just thinking the whole time, like, and I'm looking at the memories of what I had posted and a year ago, it's the, st it's, 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 we're talking about a, the availability of a vaccine and the availability to get vaccinated now, but then it's the same, it's the same narrative of like, just fucking follow instructions, wear a mask, be social distant, get vaccinated, don't die. Mm-hmm. Like, but people don't give a fuck, dude. No. Because it's political? Is that why? Well, I think it's, it's, I'm not going to say it's a lack of access to information. Okay. But it's... Oh, fuck no. You cannot say that. It's people's choosing what information yes. that they... That they... Consume. They consume. And they have limited themselves to just a few voices, and those voices are pushing false information mm -hmm. clearly false easily verifiably false information yeah so in a way they're they're willfully ignorant they're wolf they're willfully ignorant but they still are ignorant so it's like where do you put where do you put the blame do you put it on the blame of the people who are pushing this narrative or do you put it on the people who are limiting themselves to only those voices and then uh, suffering the consequences i think you put it on uh, <laughs> are they are the all those people victims? Are are the people who are dying right now the unvaccinated people who are dying who are saying I thought it was political I thought it was this I I I thought that it was trackers in it I like all of the stuff that is we know to be false yeah they believe it dude they believe it in their minds that Obviously. it's true so or maybe they are victims are they victims they might be but they only but. They're the same people who tell you to go do your own research, but yet they only seek out information that. What do you mean? Like if you had a conversation with these people on Facebook, yeah. they'd be like, go do your own research. Yeah. Don't be a sheep. Yeah. Sheep. But then they, but they're clearly only listening to their, to their chosen sources. Yeah. 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 So how do you, I don't know. Like how that is, that's a conscious choice. Yeah. You that's have to true, make that true. conscious choice to only consume that narrative. Yeah. But that that the thing that you listen to, Fox News, whomever, mm -hmm. has convinced them that if you don't listen to us, you're gonna die. Like basically like the country's going to shit. You won't know that it's coming. You mm -hmm. won't see it coming. You won't be able to stop it. And they have scared them yeah. into being a captive audience. Yeah. Because that is the only people who are telling the truth. Yeah. Oof. I don't know, man. That's tough. That's a great question, though. Are they victims? Or are they, you know, are they the are they victims of their own choices, or are they victims of the media that they consume? I mean, I guess it can be both. It doesn't have yeah. to be mutually exclusive. I guess it doesn't, yeah. But I have a hard time being like sympathetic. They, that the doctor in that article talked about how hard it is to be sympathetic. Yeah, she's like, I want to walk into the patient's room knowing yeah. that they were unvac like they chose to be non-vaccinated she's like i'm not going to feel bad for these people yeah and then you get in there and you realize this person is dying and they're a person yeah and you're like yes their own choice they made their own choices but and they're suffering the consequences of those choices but yeah. at the same time they're still a person and they're suffering they have family they're like they're looking at death yeah. like that's sad yeah and you just look at the tucker carlson's and it's like Dude, you should go walk through a COVID unit right. in Alabama right? and talk to the family members of the yeah. people who are watching 
their people die Hor- a horrific death on ventilators and nobody can go even be with them. Yeah. These people are dying alone. Yeah. Because they're following your question mark style of reporting. Yeah. You're not even giving them no, answers. Exactly. You're literally just posing questions that in themselves can be interpreted as an answer. Yeah. Or spiral them into who knows what. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. So the whole this whole thing about accountability yeah. led me to another thing okay. that I read. And that is, and I want to get your opinion on this. Okay. Have you kept up with the uh, so the 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 big big California fire last year? Okay, that like killed a firefighter, damaged all like burned twenty two thousand acres across two counties in Northern California. It was all started by a gender reveal party. Okay, and the two the couple who did that are now being charged with fifty criminal charges. Okay, fifteen of those are felonies mm-hmm. and one of them in in one of those felony charges is involuntary manslaughter oh wow for an accident uh-huh. of setting off a smoke bomb yeah in the middle of a burn of a burn ban mm-hmm. like no pyrotechnics nothing was supposed to be allowed right they go to a park they set off a smoke bomb that ends up causing massive devastation yeah are they culpable to the extent that it's involuntary manslaughter because there's a major debate going on right now about that yeah i don't think the manslaughter thing is uh appropriate why i don't know these people chose that guy chose to be a firefighter but he would only be the so (laughs) so the district the the district attorney's argument is like that in the uh in the the firefighters unions public statement was he's not there if they don't set off a smoke bomb in an in an area where it was already banned, right? But what is the intention here? Because there's clear clearly an intention, I think, and I think that intention is to make an example. Yes, and I'm I am fine of making an example, right? Unless it's your gender reveal, I would never have a gender reveal, <laughs> like mask mandates. Yeah, if I I wasn't going to go be around people who were who were. Like I didn't see my grandparents. Right, right. I mean, I did all of the things I'm supposed to do, and nobody around me got sick. So I was not. I mean, Kylie got sick, but it wasn't for me. But but there's what you're talking about. I think I think about I think and I compared to like parenting. We were constantly talking about um, natural consequences, and 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 just consequences in general. When you make a choice, Mm -hmm. when you we all have choices. And sometimes, most times, positive or negative, those choices have consequences. If you make a choice to use a smoke bomb during a burn ban that's banning all pyrotechnics of any kind, there are consequences to that. Mm-hmm. You burn down and kill. People are dying as a consequence of your choice. There should be a consequence to your choice. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'd necessarily disagree, but I mean, look, why are you having a gender reveal party anyways, dude? Well, it's narcissism. It is. I, I just, we can talk about gender reveal no, parties and themselves, but we don't have to, but those, I, I will never, never subject my friend. Not only do I think it's stupid to especially do it with anything that is explosive. Yeah. But. The fact that I, I would never ask my friends to give up their Saturday mm-hmm. to come 
learn the the gender like sex. that even sex of my well gender well because they're assigning a gender they are assigning yeah so they're going to call it a gender reveal who party. are they to assign it they're the parents well okay but isn't gender identification a personal like identification but that's it's an em- it, at that point it's it hasn't been born yet okay so then it's it would be sex it's, because it's scientifically wrong. it's sex it's wrong of them to do that but they are <laughs> we're arguing semantics now this is stupid the uh, anyway i would never subject i my would friends. never uh, dude i'm going to have a gender reveal party for yourself yeah nice. i've been talking about it for years i'd come to that yeah that would be fun mm-hmm. right yeah i think it'd be a blast but that because it's ironic <laughs> I don't want to actually the whole narcissism yeah. around it. Yeah, it's weird. It's, it's about me. Let's post the video. Let's put it on social media. Look at me. What is it? Who knows? Who cares? Nobody cares. Does it ultimately matter? If are you going to be disappointed one way or the other? Uh, yes. It's a 50-50 coin flip. It's going people are going to be fucking disappointed, dude. Well, I get yeah. I've seen it. There's why do people care? I don't know, dude. Jen and I, if we were going to have kids naturally, if we were going to have that ability, mm-hmm. we had very early established that we don't want to know the sex until it's born. Mm. We didn't want anyone to know, not even us. Oh, okay. Because what a lovely surprise. Mm. Pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what an amazing choice and, and surprise of, of getting to find out at that moment. At that moment, going through that fucking trial of, of giving birth and being there and watching your significant other go through that. You don't give a fuck what comes out at the end. You know what I mean? But when you find out prior, it's like, okay, we need to know. And then, and then people get into a whole conversation of like, well, how do you know what to get and what to prepare? Do people ever have fucking babies in caves, dude? You don't need a fucking pink or blue fucking bedroom. Yeah, you do. Otherwise, how do they know that they're a boy? <sighs> Who cares? Who cares? It's a difference in generation. It's so weird. Difference in generational preference. It's so weird. It is weird. It is weird. It's weird. It's weird to me. Yeah. Who just like if I have a kid, like I don't give a like I just don't give. But this is our generation doing this. We're expected to do this. I know. Do you think it's a Barstool Sports had an article about this, and they're like, is it? They made the claim that it, it's it's a continuation of the participation trophy generation, mm. and we're told that every single thing that we do, graduating from fourth grade, graduating from okay. eighth grade, every mundane thing we do as an individual needs to be celebrated, and something as basic as repro- like I guess as reproduction, not not just reproduction, okay. right? That that should be celebrated because you're having a kid. Yes, like there are yeah, for there's sure. baby showers. Yes, right. That's an ex- like that's. Something that people want to go, seemingly want yes, to go to. Yes, I would go to that. But the absolute just mundaneness of revealing the gender. Right, right. On top of everything else that the people around you are going to be doing right. in preparation, like the like the shower, like the kid's first birthday, all right, of that kind of right. stuff. And you're going to throw on a gender reveal party. Yeah. Man, get the fuck out of here. It's like, but it's the bur- by the time the birthday comes, it's like, dude, we've already celebrated you like twice already, dude. <laughs> exactly. Right? Like I, I mean, my friend Matt did not have a gender reveal party. It was mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. He called cool. me and it's like, hey, I'm having a son. Cool. Like, right. Great. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's all I need to know. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm interested mm-hmm. because he's my friend. Right. You want to know? But I don't need to go to some fucking party and waste my Saturday to do it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. 
I just look how old and grouchy we are. Very old and grouchy. <laughs> I just I the the people the the couple showed up and pleaded not guilty to all charges. Mm. So you better have a good lawyer. Well, the thing is, they're probably they're probably not going to nothing's going to come of it. It's probably going to get litigated, and to the trial date's going to be two years from now because of COVID. Yeah. And by the time all the media frenzy will have died down, and they'll end up even if they get any sort of criminal charges, it'll be super water. I'm down. okay with that. No. Yeah. No. Oh, that kid who burned down the fucking gorge. Yeah, that pisses me off that he only got community service. Why? Why? Yeah. Dude, go through a hike through the gorge. I did. And see all of the burn. I did. It's going to happen naturally. Then if it happens naturally, it happens naturally. Okay. It's a difference between that and some kid taking a stupid fucking kid taking a firework. And throwing it into Eagle Creek. Yeah. I'd probably look cool. You probably couldn't even see it. It's so brushy. <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah. You have to... You have to... You Pay have to... That's not only that, one. there's a difference between accident and negligence. Okay. This couple in California, that was negligent. I agree. They knew what... They were doing. They knew what they were yes. doing was illegal, and they knew what they doing what they were doing had a high risk of causing catastrophic consequences. I'm thinking of an equivalent here that I I have am familiar with that I've I've experienced is going camping and there's a fire ban. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, having a fire is part of camping. Like, you all sit around the fire. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. But I've been camping where they said no fires. Like, that's devastating. But we followed the rules. Mm-hmm. And guess what? We didn't start a forest fire. Yeah. And guess what? The woods isn't burned down. Yeah. And it's a place that I go every year. It was at Silver Falls. And it would be devastating if that was all destroyed like that. Because yeah. of every somebody hike, not following the rules. Every hike I go on, I'm walking around and being like, I could never be able to. There's there's a good chance that I could never walk through this place again and see it the way that it is. Mm. As right. our climate becomes drier. Right. And more susceptible to massive, massive burns yeah. that are uncontrollable. Yeah. It's all going to burn up. Yeah. Have you seen uh, Banksy's uh, yeah. thing with you the rainier? Yeah, about it. Yeah. That's so apt. Yeah. Because that's what we're looking at, man. Yeah. I told you, one of my biggest concerns about the next administration was climate. Like, we are fucked. Have you seen the floods in Europe and China? Uh-uh. Dude, subways are getting filled up with water and flood. Like, are you serious? The worst flooding in a thousand years in China. Full-on road, like freeways are getting like washed out. And cars are just being taken down the river. Wow. Subways completely filled up. Hundreds of people died in Germany due to floods. Are you kidding me? Yeah. How do I not know any of this? You were gone for the whole weekend. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Well, I need to catch up on climate. Shit going on all over the place. Think about it. We've had a global pandemic. Yeah. We've had politics are, world politics are going towards some massive war. Yeah. Last year, the whole world, the whole, our whole world was on fire. The United, the United, the borrow from Game of Thrones. Okay. The first episode. uh, I don't know who we're going to, like, I don't know when the war is going to happen or who will be fighting, but it's coming. Yeah. Like this, we're at a boiling point with world politics. Mm-hmm. Everybody's at each other's throats. Yeah, 
um, we've got massive environmental degradation. Yeah. Water shortages, famine in the third world. Places are so dry. Uh, Dubai is so hot right now and it hasn't rained in for so long. They're sending drones into clouds to shock the clouds into for making the water molecules cluster in rain. Shut up. Yeah. Is that real? That's real. It happened. It's Washington Post just reported it this morning. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. India and Pakistan, yeah. two countries that have nuclear weapons aimed at each other are fighting over water rights in the Kashmir. Yeah. Because the the Indus River flows through Pakistan into 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 India uh-huh. and is a major one of the biggest water sources for India's population mm-hmm. and their farms in the northern provinces. Pakistan wants to build a dam. Yeah. How do you go about deciding those water rights? Mm-hmm. Between two countries that hate each other but we're all dependent on each other for the free flow of water. Did you read Water Wars? No. Dude, you should read it. It's fucked. I know. Everything I, you're talking about is everything I read about as my first year at WSU. Mm, uh, was that in the... Um, yeah, Roots. Roots. Yeah. Contemporary world yeah. issues. Yeah. Yeah, we're fucked. Wow. But it's all just a cycle. So we don't have to worry about it's it. It's all cyclical. And it's not really our fault. We can't be held accountable mm-hmm. because it's just going to happen naturally anyways. Like everything in the world. God will take care of us. Have a good week, guys. All right, bye. Bye. Thank you.